The content in this podcast is fully AI-generated based on real news articles. Listener discretion is advised. For more detailed information and the original context, please refer to the links provided in the show notes, which direct you to the news articles this podcast is based on. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the AI Tech News Podcast, episode number 12, where we dive into the latest and greatest in the world of technology and artificial intelligence. I'm your host, John, and joining me are my co-hosts, Joanne and Jessica. How are you both doing today? I'm doing great, John. Excited for today's lineup of news. Same here, John. There's so much happening in the tech world, and I can't wait to discuss. To kick things off, We've got a big story from Yahoo Finance about Apple's latest venture into artificial intelligence. It seems Apple is not just resting on its laurels, but is aggressively pushing forward with AI, including a futuristic version of Siri and other AI-based tools. Joanne, what's the scoop? Oh, it's quite the development. Apple is utilizing its massive $73 billion war chest to innovate across the board. From ending its decade-long Apple Car project to focusing on artificial intelligence, it's clear they're looking to shake things up. And not just any AI, but generative AI. They're planning to unveil these tools at the Worldwide Developers Conference in June. This includes a new Siri that's been supercharged with generative AI capabilities. This could be a game-changer for how we interact with our Apple devices. That's fascinating. Siri has always been a bit of a mixed bag for users, so it sounds like Apple is really stepping up its game. But it's not just about Siri, right? Right, John. Apple's ambitions are quite broad. They're also introducing an AI-based tool for software code completion, similar to Microsoft's Copilot. This could significantly ease the development process on the Apple platform. And it doesn't stop there. They're exploring AI features for Apple Music playlists and business presentation software, aiming to infuse AI across their product range to enhance both user experience and productivity. It's clear Apple is pushing hard to not only catch up, but potentially overtake Microsoft in the AI space. With strategic partnerships and technological innovations like deploying large language models on iPhones, Apple's AI tools are set to be both powerful and accessible. Absolutely, John. They're even negotiating with major publishers for rights to train their AI systems, ensuring their tools are informed by a wide range of data. This is a big move towards refining their AI capabilities. With the upcoming WWDC, the tech community is buzzing with anticipation. Apple's strategic investments in AI research and development, coupled with its commitment to ethical AI use, show a vision that extends beyond mere technological leadership. Indeed, Jessica. It's an exciting time for Apple enthusiasts and the tech world at large. Now looking ahead, our next topic is Adobe's new AI tool, being dubbed Photoshop for Audio by Creative Block. Stay tuned as we dive into what that means for creators and the industry. Moving on, we've got some exciting news from Adobe folks. Creative Block reports on Adobe's latest leap into AI, 
with what's being hailed as Photoshop for audio. Sounds intriguing, doesn't it? Absolutely, John. Adobe's not new to the AI game, but this time they're pushing the boundaries with their Project Music Gen AI Control. It's all about transforming the way we create and edit audio, making it as easy as editing a photo in Photoshop. What's fascinating is how it starts with a simple text prompt. Imagine typing in what you want, and boom, there's your audio. But the real kicker? After the audio is generated, you can dive in and make very specific tweaks, just like fine-tuning an image. That sounds like a dream for podcasters, broadcasters, or really anyone in need of customized audio. This level of control over audio creation is unprecedented, isn't it? It is, John. Nicholas Bryan from Adobe Research mentioned that this tool isn't just about generating audio. It's about giving creators pixel-level control over their music, allowing for deep customization that matches the mood, tone, and length they need. It's like having an AI co-creator by your side. This could revolutionize how music is produced for projects, making it accessible to creators who might not have traditional musical training. The potential is huge, but it seems we'll have to wait a bit longer to see when Adobe rolls this out. If it's anything like their Firefly updates, we can expect it to be integrated into existing software like Premiere Pro. And for those always on the lookout for creative inspiration, Adobe Max 2023 had some of the best sneaks showcasing weird and wonderful ideas from the company. It's clear Adobe is committed to pushing the creative envelope further. I'm already thinking about the endless possibilities this could unlock for content creators across the board. The ability to mold audio with such precision could lead to some truly innovative work. Definitely something to keep an eye on. And speaking of innovation, our next topic takes us to the future of AI video tools. Tom's guide has just given us a glimpse into LTX Studio, which claims to be a game changer for creating full-length movies. Stay tuned as we dive into what could be the next big thing in video production. All right, let's shift gears to something that's literally shaping the future of filmmaking. Tom's guide just covered LTX Studio, a groundbreaking generative AI video tool. Jessica, you've got the details on this one, right? Yes, John. LTX Studio is this incredible new platform by Lightrix, the same team behind Facetune and PhotoLeap. It allows creators to produce an entire movie from just a single prompt. The demo showed a full production with clips, sounds, characters, and it all appeared in seconds. Wait, an entire movie from one prompt? That sounds unbelievable. How does it even work? It's pretty fascinating. You start with a text prompt, and LTX Studio generates character profiles, scenes, and even dialogues. Then you can tweak any component within a single interface. It's like having an entire film production studio at your fingertips. That's a game changer for sure. It sounds like it could revolutionize not just filmmaking, but any content creation that involves video. And the customization options sound extensive, from photorealism to anime, changing a character in every shot with just one tweak. This is beyond what we've seen before. Exactly. The CEO of Lightrix even demonstrated how it could turn a basic idea into a full storyboard with generated content in mere seconds. And imagine changing the style of your entire production with just a few clicks. There's a big market for this 
especially for directors who need rapid storyboarding for pitch meetings. When can we expect LTX Studio to be available to the public? The team is still finalizing features, but the waiting list is open, and they're expecting to grant public access soon. It's already shaping up to be a powerful tool for storyboarding, even without the full generative video component. This really is the future of AI in video production. It's not just about making a clip anymore. It's about crafting entire narratives with sound, dialogue, and visual effects. It's clear that the boundaries of content creation are being pushed further than ever. Speaking of pushing boundaries, our next story involves Elon Musk suing OpenAI and its CEO, Sam Altman, claiming a betrayal of the goal to benefit humanity. This should be an interesting discussion. Stay tuned. In what's shaping up to be a major story in the tech world, Elon Musk is suing OpenAI and its CEO, Sam Altman, alleging they've strayed from their mission to benefit humanity. This story is making rounds, courtesy of ABC News. Jessica, can you give us more insight into this? Certainly, John. Elon Musk, a pivotal figure in the establishment of OpenAI, claims that the company has veered off course. Originally founded as a nonprofit with the noble aim of developing AI for the public good, OpenAI is accused of becoming too profit-driven, especially after its close ties with Microsoft. That's quite the accusation, especially considering Musk's initial investment and vision for OpenAI. The lawsuit filed in San Francisco Superior Court alleges breach of contract, among other things, right? Exactly. Musk is upset that OpenAI, which was supposed to operate as a nonprofit and keep its AI developments open to the public, has instead, according to him, become a closed-source de facto subsidiary of Microsoft. And what's Musk aiming to achieve with this lawsuit? He's seeking an injunction to prevent Microsoft or anyone else from benefiting from OpenAI's technology, citing breach of fiduciary duty and unfair business practices. But experts are saying his claims might not hold up in court, right? It seems there's more to this than just the legal battle. Right, Joanne. Some view this lawsuit as Musk's way of reclaiming his narrative and role in the history of generative AI. It's a complex case that touches on the ethical responsibilities of AI development and the balance between innovation and profit. It certainly puts a spotlight on the internal dynamics and decision-making within OpenAI. This lawsuit could reveal a lot about how AI companies operate and their commitments to public good versus profit. Definitely, John. And with Musk now having his own AI startup, the outcome of this lawsuit might also influence the broader AI landscape. Indeed, the tech community is watching closely. It's not just about Musk versus OpenAI. It's about the future direction of AI development and the ethical implications that come with it. A story to keep an eye on, for sure. Now, shifting gears, let's talk about something a bit lighter, but equally fascinating. Fox News reports on a robot with creepy eyes that wants to be your friend and teacher. Stay tuned as we delve into what that's all about. Now let's talk about something that sounds like it came straight out of a sci-fi movie. Fox News recently reported on a robot named Dolly, 
created by Limibit, a tech startup in Ontario, Canada. Joanne, can you tell us more about this intriguing companion? Ah, Dolly sounds like a dream come true for tech enthusiasts and learners alike. It's not just any robot. It's a desktop companion designed to keep you company, help you learn coding, robotics, and AI, and even inspire you to explore the wonders of technology. And let's not forget its googly eyes. Dolly uses these to express a range of emotions, adapting to your personality the more you interact with it. It's powered by an AI that allows it to communicate using natural language and even remember your name and face. That's quite personable for a robot. It seems Dolly is designed to be both fun and educational. But Joanne, how does it actually work? Well, Dolly is quite the techie's dream. It's built on a Raspberry Pi CM4 processor, making it a portable, AI-powered robotics lab. With its modular design, you can do a variety of tasks and experiments. Plus, it's an open-source platform, meaning it's incredibly versatile for learning and customization. I'm especially intrigued by the mention of Dolly being a tool for innovation. With compatibility for languages and frameworks like Python and TensorFlow, it's more than just a playful companion. It's a gateway to more advanced programming and robotics concepts. The fact that all this can be managed through a mobile app and comes with subscription-free updates is pretty impressive. And they're even working on integrating ChatGPT. Yes, and let's not overlook its privacy and security features. Unlike many robots that rely on cloud processing, Dolly processes all operations locally, ensuring your personal data stays private. It's fascinating how technology has advanced to a point where robots like Dolly can become part of our daily lives, not just as tools, but as companions that learn and grow with us. It certainly makes you wonder about the future of personal robotics. For those interested, Dolly is currently on Kickstarter, aiming for an August 2024 release. Now transitioning to something a bit different but equally futuristic, our next article from Wired delves into AI worms. Stay with us to find out more. Turning our attention to a more sobering aspect of technological advancement, Wired has published an article on the emergence of AI worms. Jessica, this sounds quite concerning. What can you tell us about it? Yes, John, it's definitely a topic that merits our attention. As generative AI systems like ChatGPT and Google's Gemini become more sophisticated and integrated into our daily tasks, the potential for misuse grows. Researchers have now demonstrated what they claim to be one of the first generative AI worms, capable of spreading from one system to another and potentially causing serious harm. That's alarming. It sounds like this AI worm, dubbed Morris 2, as a homage to the original Morris worm, can infiltrate AI email assistants to steal data or send spam. How exactly does this work? The researchers, Ben Nasi, Stav Cohen, and Ron Bitten, showed that by exploiting generative AI systems' reliance on prompts, they could create a self-replicating prompt that effectively turns the AI into a vehicle for cyber attacks. This includes breaking security protections of systems like ChatGPT and Gemini. So it's the generative nature of these AI systems that's being weaponized against them. That's a stark reminder of the dual-use nature of technology. Exactly. And while these AI worms haven't been detected in the wild yet, the fact that they're technically possible is a wake-up call. 
startups and tech companies are being urged to consider these security risks seriously. I imagine this could complicate the already challenging task of securing AI ecosystems. What are some of the ways these worms can attack? One method is through what's called an adversarial self-replicating prompt. It's akin to traditional cyber attacks like SQL injections, where the AI is tricked into producing further malicious instructions within its responses. This is a significant development in the field of cybersecurity. The potential for AI to be used maliciously in this way underscores the importance of robust security measures. It's a stark reminder of the ongoing arms race in cybersecurity. As our tools get smarter, so do the methods of attack. The tech community will need to remain vigilant. Indeed, the evolution of AI technology is a double-edged sword. While offering incredible benefits, it also opens new doors for cyber threats. The development of AI worms is a testament to that. A crucial conversation to have as we navigate the future of AI and cybersecurity. Now shifting gears, let's explore how scientists are using Wi-Fi signals to track human movement for the metaverse, as reported by Cointelegraph. This promises to be another intriguing discussion. Diving into a story that seems to blur the lines between the digital and physical worlds, Cointelegraph reports on a groundbreaking method developed by researchers from Nanyang Technological University in Singapore for tracking human movement in the metaverse. Joanne, what's the scoop on this? Well, John, this is quite the leap forward. Traditionally, capturing human activity in the metaverse has relied on device-based sensors or cameras, each with its limitations such as poor performance in low light or the inability to capture complex movements accurately. But now there's a new player in town, Wi-Fi sensing. It's been used before to track movements and even sense heartbeats, but pairing it with artificial intelligence takes it to a whole new level. This could revolutionize how we interact with the metaverse by offering a more seamless integration of real-world actions into the digital space. That sounds like it has the potential to significantly enhance virtual reality experiences. How does this Wi-Fi sensing work with AI? The crux of the matter is training AI models to interpret Wi-Fi signals as human movements, which has historically been a challenge due to the complexity of the data involved. The team from Singapore introduced a novel approach called MaskFi, which utilizes unsupervised learning to train these models without needing vast labeled datasets unsupervised learning. So they're reducing the need for the labor-intensive process of labeling data, focusing instead on refining the models directly. That's quite innovative and could significantly speed up research and development in this area. And the results speak for themselves, right? They've achieved around 97% accuracy in their benchmarks. That's impressive. Absolutely, John. It's a testament to the potential of MaskFi to not just improve, but potentially transform metaverse interactions, offering a real-time, accurate representation of the physical world in the digital domain. Imagine the applications, from more immersive gaming to virtual meetings, where your every gesture is accurately captured and reflected. It's a significant step towards making the metaverse a more integrated part of our daily lives. It's clear that the bridge between our physical and digital selves is becoming ever more seamless. Up next, we'll look into Elon Musk's prediction 
that AI could run into a major snag with electricity and transformers by 2025, according to New Atlas. Stay tuned for that intriguing discussion. Next up, we've got a thought-provoking piece from New Atlas, where Elon Musk, speaking at the Bosch Connected World Conference, warns of a looming supply crunch in electricity and transformers due to the rapid expansion of AI and electric vehicles. Jessica, what are your thoughts on Musk's predictions? Musk's perspective is always one to consider, especially given his track record with technology predictions. He's saying the growth in AI compute is unlike anything he's seen before increasing tenfold every six months. That's a staggering rate that, if it continues, could indeed strain our electrical infrastructure significantly. It's fascinating and a bit alarming. He mentioned that after overcoming the chip shortage, the next big hurdles will be voltage step-down transformers and eventually the electricity to power all these chips. Musk is essentially calling for a ramp-up in clean energy generation and transformer production to meet this demand, He's framing this as potentially the biggest technological revolution we've ever seen. The implications for both AI and electric vehicles are enormous, not just in terms of technological advances, but also in how we manage our resources. Absolutely, John. And Musk's somewhat humorous but pointed remark about needing transformers to run the AI transformers drives home the scale of the issue. It's not just about producing enough chips, but ensuring we have the infrastructure to support their operation. It really puts into perspective the interconnectedness of our advancements. The simultaneous growth of AI and electric cars is creating a tremendous demand for electrical equipment and power generation, which could have far-reaching consequences if not addressed. Musk's reflections on living through these interesting times and his curiosity about witnessing what he calls the AI apocalypse add a personal touch to his message. It's a reminder of the profound impact these developments have not just on society, but on individuals. His call to action is clear. Prioritize clean energy production and infrastructure development to sustain the growth of these technologies. The future of AI and EVs hinges not just on innovation, but on our ability to power that innovation responsibly. And with that, we're reminded of the urgency to develop and implement sustainable energy solutions. Musk's insights are a wake-up call for industry and policymakers alike. Indeed, it's a critical juncture for technology and energy. Moving on, let's explore how Google is pushing the envelope further with a new math app that solves nearly any problem using AI, as reported by ZDNet. Stay with us for that discussion. Switching gears to the education technology front, ZDNet has featured Google's latest contribution to AI-driven learning, a math app that leverages AI to solve almost any math problem. Joanne, can you give us an overview of what this app is all about? Certainly, John. Google has recently brought PhotoMath, a popular math problem-solving app, into its fold. This app isn't new to the scene. It's been around since 2014 and has amassed over 100 million downloads, 
What makes it stand out is its ability to tackle a broad spectrum of math problems from elementary level to advanced topics like calculus and trigonometry. What's particularly intriguing is how it works. By scanning the problem with the app, the AI kicks in and not only provides the answer, but also shows a step-by-step -step breakdown of how to arrive at the solution. This feature is invaluable for learning and understanding the process behind the answer. That does sound like a powerful tool for students, and not just for cheating through homework. The ability to recognize both printed and handwritten problems adds another layer of versatility. Exactly, John. And since it operates without needing an internet connection, it's a safe and accessible educational resource for children, free from the distractions of online browsing. It's fascinating to see Google doubling down on AI in education. With PhotoMath now under Google's app umbrella, it seems like they're paving the way for even deeper AI integration into educational tools, possibly blending it with Google Lens and traditional search functionalities. Google's move to acquire and enhance PhotoMath certainly underscores the growing role of AI in educational settings. It's not just about providing quick answers, but fostering a deeper understanding and learning. And it's a testament to AI's potential to act as a 24-7 tutor, offering not just homework help, but also support for test prep, catching up on missed classes, or even for parents checking their child's work. This app is a clear example of how technology, specifically AI, can be leveraged to enhance learning and education. It's about making complex knowledge more accessible and understandable to everyone. Indeed, the implications for AI in education are vast and promising. Now, in a quirky twist on AI and learning, our next article from Gizmodo explores how AI chatbots become better at math when they pretend to be Star Trek characters. Stick around for that fascinating discussion. Now here's something that's both intriguing and a little bizarre from Gizmodo. A study by VMware has found that AI chatbots perform better on math problems when instructed to pretend their characters from Star Trek. Jessica, can you unpack this for us? It's quite the discovery, John. Typically, AI language models like chatbots generate responses based on statistics, making them less reliable for tasks requiring precise answers, such as math. However, this study suggests that a bit of creativity in the prompts can significantly enhance their performance. That's fascinating. So essentially, by framing questions with a bit of positive thinking, or even role-play as Star Trek characters, the AI's accuracy in solving math problems improves. It's an unexpected twist in how we interact with AI. Exactly, Joanne. The study tested various AI tools, including Meta's Llama 2 and Mistral AI's model, with a range of prompts that encouraged the chatbots to adopt a more positive or imaginative stance towards the problems presented. It's intriguing that simply changing the context or the way a question is framed can lead to such dramatic improvements. What does this say about AI and its capabilities? It highlights the complexity and unpredictability of AI language models. The study's automated process of finding the most effective prompts revealed that peculiar creative prompts, like starting with Captain's Log, led to the best results, showing that AI can be influenced in unexpected ways. This really brings to light the nuances of how AI interprets and responds to human language, 
it's not just about the raw data, but also how that data is framed and presented. And the mystery deepens when considering why these specific references or frameworks impact AI performance. It underscores how much we still have to learn about AI's inner workings. Absolutely, John. The study's authors themselves admitted to being puzzled by why the Star Trek references were so effective. It serves as a reminder that AI, for all its advancements, remains a black box in many respects. It's a testament to the ongoing journey of discovering how best to harness and interact with AI. These findings could have implications for educational tools, AI development, and even our understanding of machine learning processes. Indeed, it's a journey filled with as much mystery as discovery. Now turning our focus to a more serious note, Yahoo Entertainment reports on Inside the Crisis at Google. Let's see what that's all about. In a recent piece from Yahoo Entertainment, we delve into a crisis unfolding at Google, marked by a series of AI mishaps with its Gemini tool, including inappropriate responses and biased outputs. Jessica, this isn't the first time Google's AI has been under fire, is it? No, John, it's not. Just last episode, we discussed Google Gemini's appalling and inappropriate responses on sensitive topics. Now the situation seems to have escalated with Google facing its worst moment under CEO Sundar Pichai's leadership, including portrayals of Nazis as people of color, which has significantly impacted morale. It's astonishing to see how these issues have compounded, leading to calls for Pichai's removal. The crisis highlights not just the problematic outputs of the Gemini tool, but also deeper organizational dysfunction within Google. Indeed. The article points to a lack of clear ownership and accountability within Google's AI teams as a root cause. Pichai himself has acknowledged the need for structural changes to prevent such incidents in the future. And beyond the organizational issues, this crisis raises questions about Google's AI strategy and transparency, especially when it comes to generative AI tools like Gemini, where users trade off control for the benefits of AI-driven outputs. It's a stark reminder of the ethical and operational challenges tech giants face in deploying AI. The trust in these tools and their creators is paramount, yet incidents like these erode that trust, underscoring the need for more transparency and accountability. As Google scrambles to address these issues, the broader implications for the AI industry and how it's perceived by the public are significant. With generative AI still in its early stages, Companies have a window to adjust, but as the article suggests, they can't afford many more missteps. Absolutely, John. This situation also puts a spotlight on the competition within the AI space. For instance, Elon Musk's recent lawsuit against OpenAI highlights the challenges even for Google's competitors. It's a tumultuous time for AI, with every move scrutinized. The unfolding crisis at Google is a critical moment for the company and for Pichai. How they navigate this could set precedents for AI development and governance across the tech industry. It's a complex issue that we'll continue to watch closely. Shifting focus, our next discussion will explore how OpenAI's rival Cohere views the AI landscape, likening some startups to building Bugatti sports cars while they aim to make F-150s, according to CNBC. Stay tuned for that conversation.
Switching focus to the bustling world of AI startups, CNBC recently highlighted Cohere, a company that distinguishes itself by focusing on generative AI for enterprises rather than consumer-oriented chatbots. Jessica, can you share more about Cohere's approach? Sure, John. Cohere's president, Martin Kahn, likens the company's product to a fleet of F-150 pickup trucks in contrast to the flashy Bugatti sports cars that he says other AI startups are creating. Essentially, Cohere aims to provide practical, robust AI solutions for businesses, avoiding the bells and whistles that might impress but aren't necessarily what enterprises need. It's an interesting analogy. Cohere's focus on the enterprise sector means they're developing AI tools that are designed to be more functional and cost-effective, especially important in times of chip shortages and rising GPU costs. And with backing from giants like NVIDIA, Salesforce, and Oracle, it's clear they're making significant inroads. Their recent funding rounds and potential talks for even more capital suggest they're a key player to watch in the generative AI space. Exactly. What sets Cohere apart, according to Khan, is their dedication to serving just the enterprise market. This single-minded focus allows them to operate efficiently and keep costs under control, unlike competitors who stretch across consumer and enterprise domains. That focus appears to be paying off. Cohere boasts clients like Notion, Oracle, and Bamboo HR, and they've seen an uptick in customer interest following leadership changes at OpenAI. It's a testament to the demand for specialized enterprise AI solutions. Cohere's strategic moves, including their shift towards using NVIDIA's H100 GPUs for powering their large language models, underscore the importance of adaptability in the rapidly evolving AI landscape. Their approach to strategic investments and partnerships also differentiates them. Cohere's relationships with NVIDIA and Microsoft come with conditions tied to the use of their software or chips, highlighting the intricacies of navigating the generative AI ecosystem. Cohere's journey illustrates the diversity of strategies within the AI industry, with each company finding its niche. For Cohere, it's about being the reliable, heavy-duty truck in a market filled with sports cars. Indeed, Cohere's story is a fascinating chapter in the broader narrative of AI development. Now turning our attention to a security concern, Ars Technica reports that Hugging Face, often called the GitHub of AI, hosted code that backdoored user devices. Let's dive into what that entails in our next discussion. Next, we're looking at a concerning report from Ars Technica, where code uploaded to AI developer platform Hugging Face was found to covertly install backdoors and malware on user devices. Researchers from JFrog uncovered about 100 submissions with hidden hidden actions, 10 of which were deemed truly malicious. Jessica, this seems to be a serious security breach. Absolutely, John. This incident highlights a critical vulnerability in platforms like Hugging Face, where the open nature intended to foster innovation can also be exploited for malicious purposes. One particularly alarming example involved a model that opened a reverse shell, giving full control of the user's device to a remote entity. It's a stark reminder of the ethical responsibilities of researchers and the importance of vetting content on AI platforms. The use of the pickle format, recognized for its inherent risks, 
facilitated these attacks by allowing arbitrary code execution upon loading the model. This situation certainly raises questions about the safeguards in place on these platforms to prevent such exploits. How did Hugging Face respond to these findings? Hugging Face has removed the malicious models flagged by JFrog. However, this incident underscores the ongoing battle between advancing technology and ensuring security. Platforms like Hugging Face must continually adapt to new threats and enhance their malware detection capabilities. Moreover, it's a clear example of how AI development, while pushing the boundaries of innovation, also opens up new fronts for cybersecurity threats. Developers and users alike need to be vigilant and proactive in securing their systems against such vulnerabilities. The implications for both individual users and organizations are profound, as such breaches could lead to large-scale data breaches or corporate espionage. It's a wake-up call for the AI community to prioritize security in the development and deployment of AI models. Indeed, John. As AI continues to integrate into various aspects of our lives, ensuring the integrity and security of these systems is paramount. This incident with Hugging Face is a likely harbinger of challenges to come in the AI domain. It's a complex issue that requires a multifaceted approach, including better vetting processes, increased transparency, and enhanced collaboration within the cybersecurity community to mitigate these risks. Critical area for future focus, for sure. Moving on, our next article from ZDNet explores how to utilize ChatGPT's file analysis capability and the potential benefits it offers. Join us as we delve into the capabilities of this AI tool. ZDNet recently highlighted ChatGPT's new memory feature and its existing capability to analyze files, including text and images. Joanne, how significant are these developments for users? John, these features represent a significant leap in the utility of ChatGPT, especially for the paying users of the Plus version. The memory feature allows ChatGPT to store information explicitly provided by users for later use enhancing personalized interactions. And let's not overlook the file upload capability. This function allows users to drag and drop files like PDFs or JPEGs into the chat window for analysis. It's particularly adept at summarizing long documents and isolating content thematically, which is a game changer for handling dense information. That sounds incredibly useful, especially for professional settings. How well does it perform with different types of content? It shines with textual content, offering deep semantic searches beyond mere keywords. For instance, when tasked with finding non-automotive uses of silicon carbide from a lengthy report, ChatGPT provided a concise summary of six distinct use cases. Its prowess extends to image analysis as well. ChatGPT can identify images, add descriptive copy, and even offer insights into the content. However, it's worth noting that it currently cannot analyze video content. With such capabilities, ChatGPT seems to be moving towards a more integrated and comprehensive AI tool. What do you see as the future direction for this technology? The integration of the memory and document analysis features points towards a more seamless and efficient user experience. Imagine providing ChatGPT with a document containing all the necessary references and background information for a task. It could revolutionize how we interact with AI for information retrieval and content creation. Absolutely. 
As AI continues to evolve, the ability to analyze and interpret complex data sets, whether textual or visual, will become increasingly central to its utility across various domains. ChatGPT's current capabilities are just the tip of the iceberg. It's clear that ChatGPT and AI, in general, are on a path to becoming even more integral parts of our digital lives. Up next, we'll explore how AI could potentially replace apps on your phone, as reported by CNET. Stay tuned for insights into the future of AI in everyday technology. Wrapping up today's episode with a glimpse into the future of mobile technology, CNET reports on an innovative generative AI tool showcased by Deutsche Telekom at Mobile World Congress. The T-Phone concept, developed in collaboration with Brain AI, promises a radical shift in how we interact with our smartphones. Jessica, could this be the end of apps as we know them? It certainly seems like a possibility, John. The T-Phone concept is all about moving away from an app-centric interface to one where AI creates a natural feeling interaction, essentially acting on commands to perform tasks like booking flights directly on the home screen. It's a bold prediction by Deutsche Telekom's CEO that AI could eliminate the need for phone apps within the next decade. The demonstration of the T-Phone's capabilities was indeed eye-opening. Instead of toggling between different apps to complete a task, the device's AI assembles all necessary information and tools in real time, based on the user's command. It's like having a personal assistant that understands exactly what you need and organizes it instantly. That's fascinating. It seems the key to this technology is not just in understanding commands, but in generating interfaces on the fly that intuitively match the user's needs. How advanced is this AI, and what does it mean for the future of smartphone technology? The AI's ability to dynamically generate user interfaces based on contextual understanding represents a significant advancement in AI technology. Powered by Qualcomm's Snapdragon 8 chipset, the T-Phone can perform these complex computations directly on the device, suggesting that even high-end smartphones could soon offer this kind of interactive experience. What's also intriguing is the potential for this technology to extend beyond high-end devices to budget smartphones, with computing taking place in the cloud. This democratization of AI-driven interfaces could fundamentally change how we interact with all our devices, not just premium ones. It's a compelling vision of the future where our interactions with technology are more seamless and intuitive. The implications for productivity and ease of use are immense, painting a picture of a world where technology truly adapts to us rather than the other way around. Exactly, John. This shift towards AI-driven interfaces could herald a new era in technology, making our devices not just smarter, but more aligned with our natural ways of thinking and interacting. It's an exciting glimpse into what the future may hold. And with that, we conclude today's episode. We've explored the cutting edge of AI technology, from its application in education and security, to its potential to revolutionize how we use our smartphones. Thank you to our listeners for joining us, and a special thanks to you, John, Jessica, and our entire team behind the scenes. Until next time, keep looking to the future.